ToplessRobot.com presents... Previously on Cosmic Love. He's not going to last for long. They're swarming him. What do we do? They're this way. Warning. You have exceeded your stay at Docking Bay Alpha. Did you finish the Dalek presentation last night? I don't see your slides uploaded to DocuShare. You know how important this client is. This is a courtesy notice that 375 credits have been deducted from your account. Please remove your vehicle from Docking Bay Alpha. I don't see your slides uploaded to DocuShare. This client is. It can be a crazy universe out there, but in here, there's peace and quiet. P.S. 64. You don't have to suffer alone. I'm sorry, the caller you are trying to reach has elected to ignore your call. Please hang up and try again later. It can be a lonely universe out there. But in here, your family. PS64. You don't have to suffer alone. Good evening, ladies and tentacle monsters. If you're out there... If anyone is out there, you're listening to Cosmic Love with, well, with me, Madame Alexandra. Gamma Rays and I escaped from a tidal wave of Marfikians. Barely. But Doc, my dear, sweet, Araxian gladiator is still missing. I should never have let you drag me away. Rule number one of the Neptune Adventure Scouts and Pleasure Sphere 64 alike is never leave a man behind. Oh, please, if we had not left the suicidal crab monster to his own devices, we'd surely all be dead by now. Don't say that. We don't know that he's dead. Honestly, woman, I cannot believe a higher being such as yourself would even consider sacrificing yourself for such a base... Thing. Talk shit about my friend one more time and all four of your heads are going to be in a galaxy of pain. Friend? Ugh. You are nowhere near as impressive a creature as we've been led to believe. Yeah, well, you're not such hot shit either. We have said it before. We will say it again. We were safer in the Illyria. Joining with you and the crab creatures brought nothing but danger and misery to our lovely faces. Oh, yes, you must protect those perfect faces. Your sarcasm belies a bitterness unbecoming to your station. <laughs> what, what was that? I said, I wish the Marfikians had killed you instead of the all-seeing eye. Gods of Mozart and Galliano, they killed the priestess? Shouldn't she have seen it coming? Yeah. okay, everyone's a comedian. We are hardly joking. This entire situation is a million light years from the Calrissian Laugh Palace, and come to think of it, that's as far as we want to be from here. We are fighting somewhere safe, and we are barricading ourselves, and that is the end of it. What, no argument? No moving quips about safety numbers and the power of friendship? Fine. We can see we're not wanted. Four, wake up! Be outraged with us! 
Have things become less boring? Markedly so. We're leaving in outrage. Good. Well, wake me up when we're back on stage. As much as you're pissing me off right now, I do want to point out that you're leaving me alone here. To die. Alone. Nonsense. You're the great Madame Alexandra. You'll figure it out. Fine. I hope you get the word canty and wheezes. <sighs> okay, listeners. If there are any listeners, if I'm not just murmuring into the void, it's just me now. Doc is gone. Gamma Rays is gone. <laughs> Call, I suppose. If you are out there, if you have been listening, if it's not just me and one self-absorbed singer with four pig heads and a thousand Marfikians and nobody else. I miss Doc. It's too quiet without his complaining and his impatient click-clacking around. But, and I'm ashamed to admit it, listeners, I'm afraid to go after him. Madame Alexandra is afraid. All my whips, and my leather, and my manacles, and my innuendos. They're no match for a thousand Marfikians. It's not gonna stop them from killing me. Like they killed the all-seeing eye. Like they probably killed Doc. And if I'm really the only one left, going on a suicide mission isn't gonna help anything. So, maybe because I need to hear another voice, so I can pretend I'm not alone. Or maybe so I can feel like I'm doing something. Anything. Instead of just waiting for the inevitable. I'm going to answer one of your questions. You'll understand why I chose this call. I've been wishing I could play it for weeks now. But with Pleasure Sphere 64 regulations, my hands were tied. And not in the way that I'm into. <laughs> but now, in these circumstances... To hell with regulations. Ted... Tell the listeners, tell me your story. Hi, Alexandra. First things first, I know I'm not supposed to be calling you. Cosmic love is for guests of Pleasure Sphere 64. But I'll never, I can never visit a Pleasure Sphere, or anywhere else for that matter, so I hope maybe you'll overlook procedure and get around to my question sometime anyway. I hacked into the PS64 database and downloaded all of your episodes, and a few of Murray's Galactic Gardening, and listening to them keeps me from going crazy. I'm Ted. Well, technically I'm Ted 7. I'm a clone stationed on asteroid 101955. It's dangerous work, mining an asteroid. And one of these days, I'll get crushed or knocked off into space, and the station will generate Ted 8, and he'll be just as lonely as me. Or maybe he'll be fine. I don't know. I'll never meet him. I'll never meet anybody. That's the whole setup here. It's a self-sufficient mining system with one Ted to keep the machinery humming. I wonder if Ted's 1 through 6 were as lonely as me. You know, if there's something wrong with me, Ted Seven, if the system malfunctioned or something when it created me, am I supposed to be this lonely? And if so, gods, why? It's the quiet that gets to me, 
It's so quiet here when the machines aren't running. That's why I hacked into Cosmic Love. Hearing another voice, it's kept me from going crazy. Or I don't know, maybe it's sped up the process. But I don't know how much longer I can do this. You're always saying communication is key. Just be honest and open with your feelings and everything else will fall into place, but... There's no one here for me to communicate with. At this point, all I can think is, I hope Ted 8 has a better time of it than me. Maybe I should just jump out a window, float off into space, take off my helmet. It's going to be Ted 8's turn before long anyway. I'm sorry to be such a downer. I did also want to let you know how much I love you and your show. I feel like I know you, even though we've never met. And even if I never get to experience the universe, I'm glad someone like you is in it. Oh, Ted. Oh, beautiful, strong, hopeless Ted. I'm glad that one good thing came out of this Marfikian mess that I'm finally free to play your call without fear of losing my job. Because I've thought about you every day since I received it. You got dealt a shit hand, my friend. And it doesn't matter what Ted's 1 through 6 were like, or what Ted 8 will be like. You are you. And clone or not, you're a unique individual. And you're a vital part of the enormous, grand, painful exuberance that is life in this universe. Now, you may be expecting me to offer you some wisdom about how to stick it out, how to power through this. I could tell you to listen to music and read books and watch films, or I could tell you to meditate or exercise or, I don't know, get a fish. (laughs) But honestly, Ted, this is not a figure-out-how-to-muddle-through kind of situation. This is what Ancient Earth called a three-alarm fire kind of situation. An emergency, all hands on deck, get yourself out of there before this kills you kind of situation. It may be strange for you to think about it this way, but you and your employer have all the signs of a classic abuser-victim relationship. You're blaming yourself, wondering what's wrong with you, feeling trapped like you have no options. And I'm going to tell you what I'd tell anyone in that situation. Get out now. Back when I was a much younger and more naive Madame Alexandra, I found myself in a relationship with a Bothan diplomat. He played all the usual mind games, told me I was worthless, that no one else would want me, that I was lucky to have him. Little by little, he wore away at my confidence until I found myself locked alone in his deluxe suite at the 14 Seasons on Venus, literally locked in the room. Afraid to tell anyone. Afraid that he'd come back. Afraid that he'd never come back. Afraid that I was nothing without him. And then out of the blue, it hit me. It was bullshit. It was all bullshit. I didn't deserve that. I had to get out of there, and fast, before that asshole killed me. So I broke a window, I replicated enough silk sheets to tie into a rope, and I got the hell out of there. Never spoke to him again. I actually saw him at a cosmic love function a few years ago. I knew he might be there. I was so nervous about what he might say, what I might do. But as soon as I saw him, all my nerves melted away. He was just a sad old man, and I'm Madame fucking Alexandra. 
I just gave him a little pity smile before making a scandalous proposition to the Princess of Klandafu. <laughs> so what does all that have to do with your situation, Ted? Well, your employer is my Bothan diplomat. I don't know the details of your life on this asteroid, but there must be a way of getting out. Maybe it's as easy as getting in a ship and leaving. Maybe you need someone to pick you up. As soon as I make it through this Marfikian crisis and I can get to an outside line, I would be more than happy to call you a cab. My point is, I see you looking at that window, and I know what it feels like, because I've been at that window too. But you can either jump out of it, or you can tie together some sheets, and for the love of yourself, the beautiful, worthwhile, amazing person that is you, Ted Seven. Please choose the sheets. Thanks for calling. Hey, PS64 employees. Nobody responded to my code purple, so I'm forced to assume that everyone is either unconscious or incapacitated. Still, even if I'm the last one standing, it's my responsibility to keep you updated. I'm currently on deck 48 of the Captain Planet Memorial Arboretum and Water Park, hiding behind a baobab tree on the far end of the... Wait. Do you hear that? Am I losing my mind, or is that really the click-clacking of an Araxian? Of my Araxian? <gasps> oh! It is him! Oh, listeners, it's really him! Oh, and he's carrying his Tuzu! I can't believe you're alive. I thought I'd never see you again. Although there is honor in valiant death in battle, Doc is also pleased to be not dead. Here, put down Tuzu and sit down a second. You look terrible. Smart lady, fight 300 Marfikians and also not look so good. Depends on which heels I packed for the occasion. But all that matters is that you and Tuzu are okay. Here, take my jacket. You can lie your beloved. Not. Sorry, not beloved. Gently lay down the body of your very professional trainer, with whom you have a very professional relationship. Thank you. He looks... I mean, I mean, is no, he... No, Tuzu not dead. Oh, good. Oh, sweetie, I'm so glad. Because, I mean, he looks kind of dead. Melorian entered trance state when in trauma. Vilvequin body has uh, recovered from stress of attack. We should get him to the medical center. No! He's not safe there. He's not safe anywhere. Pleasures feel more like dangerous fear. You should really visit again sometime. It's usually quite relaxing. We bring Tuzo to economy room S847. What's economy room S847? He's a room of dog. Okay. I mean, I know you want him in your bedroom. <laughs> He's safe. Doc set up many deadly Urexian, uh, what, uh, what is word? Uh, booby trap. Smut lady have no joke about trap of booby. Do you want one? No, just thought, uh, never mind. Oh, listeners, he missed my sexy jokes. Did not miss. I missed you too, Buttercup. Come here, give me a hug. Uraxian, do not hug. Uh, then give me the squeeze of a warrior. Fine. Then we go to economy room S847. Deal. Come here, you big lug. Oh! <laughs> that was good. Now climb. Now climb.
Remember plants? Daffodils were nice, weren't they? With their little petals and their leaves. They were green, right? Leaves were green. <laughs> Refresh your memory and your senses at the Captain Planet Memorial Arboretum and Water Park. Now, featuring the screaming waterfall of death, the only water slide in the Alpha Quadrant to feature a 300-foot free fall into a bubbling pool of scorpions. The Captain Planet Memorial Arboretum and Water Park. The beauty of the past. The thrills of the future. Okay, PS64 employees, we are now at Doc's Quarters. And you know, looking at an economy room now, after poking around in that luxury presidential suite, I can see how Doc felt a little ripped off. And Doc's room is not luxurious. It certainly is not. But what it lacks in size, it makes up for in an elaborate and frankly terrifying set of deadly traps. Uraxian people are excellent at make booby trap. And as a bonus, he keeps saying the word booby. Things are finally looking up, folks. Booby trap is poor transition. Say it one more time. For me. Mm, booby. <laughs> it's the little things. So I'm going to wait in the corner here, because frankly I'm terrified of getting an Araxian spike through my forehead. It's like the Temple of Doom in here. Doc is now carefully setting his trainer Tuzu down on the bed in the middle of the madness. Hopefully he doesn't wake up early and get an arrow to the face. Tuzu know how to navigate Uraxian booby trap. Tuzu teach Doc everything Doc know. About fighting? About fight, yes. Not about love. Psst. Uh, listeners, I'll fill you in later. I sense a learning moment coming up here, and I want it on the public channel. So you're sure you don't want to talk about it? Not even a little? Anyone can see that Tuzu means a lot to you. More than just a trainer. You really flew into a Barnaki and Berserker rage back there when he was in danger. You know, I just want the best for you. Bottling these things up isn't healthy. Doc very happy with Boto. Boto is all Doc know. Oh, I'm sure you'll be very happy suppressing all your feelings for the rest of your life. He's more happy than when think about what could happen. Like what? Like if Doc's mother disown him for bring shame to family line, or if Tuzu reject and no longer is mentor to Doc. Would you rather have Tuzu as teacher than no Tuzu at all? Nobody said love came without risks. Risk is for battlefield. And bedrooms. Speaking of, this particular bedroom is more dangerous than even I prefer. Is Tuzu's cute little body safe to your liking? Can we jet on out of here? Go there. I don't know, Sunshine. I honestly don't know. Is safe here. There's a throwing star six inches from my eyeball. I'm not sure safe is the word I would use. Perhaps smart lady answers smart question. You want me to take a call? Answer question makes smart lady happy. And? And? Doc will follow smart lady where she go, but wish to be with Tuzu for much time as can. My exoskeleton softy. Wish to answer question or not? All right. As long as you promise none of these pointy objects are going to impale me. I've grown rather attached to this face, and I'd hate to have to buy a new one. Doc will keep smart lady's face safe. Okay, listeners, I owe you all a serious apology. I just spliced you into the middle of the story there with no explanation at all. Did what? What splice? My heart is full to bursting at the news that Gladiator Doc Blednikov is back safe from his close encounters of the turd kind. <laughs> See what I did there? Because the Marfikians are pieces of shit. What splice? 
Oh, well, just that I, um, you know, flipped over to the public channel a few minutes ago because I thought the listeners could learn something from your situation. All listeners know of Doc and Tuzo? Relax, honey. There's no one out there. Then why keep broadcast? I don't know. Hope, I guess. Doc does not want the listeners to know a personal situation. I'm telling you, there's no one out there. This is just me making a record for the future. Here, I'll show you. One last time. If anyone is out there, please call in. If you somehow made it through the bomb, if you're hiding in safety somewhere, if you've been listening this whole time but for some reason haven't wanted to or haven't been able to call in, do it now. Please, give me a call. See? Nobody out there. I told you your secret was safe. Is call. Wait, you hear it too? Well, answer. Hello? Hello, you've reached Madame Xandra, Cosmic Love. Hello? Hello, are you a Pleasure Sphere 64 guest? Are you okay? Tap on the phone twice if you're okay, but you can't talk. Tap three times oh if you- Oh my god, this is why I haven't called. I knew you were going to turn it into such a thing. A thing? What are you talking about? What thing? Who is this? Hello?